Good Friday morning with Radio On The Go News. I'm Mitch Williams. Our high in the past 24 hours here at the studios, 9 degrees below zero. Our 24-hour low, 13 degrees below zero. Temperature broadcast time is 11 degrees below zero. This from the National Weather Service in Des Moines. Strong northwest winds will persist today with gusts up to 50 miles an hour common. These gusts will create blizzard conditions over portions of the northern half of Iowa, especially in rural or wind-prone areas. Further south, significant blowing and drifting of snow remains likely as well. Wind chill values this morning will be between 35 and 45 degrees below zero. Then we'll settle into the 25 to 35 below range this afternoon through tomorrow morning. A blizzard warning remains in effect for the broadcast area until 6 a.m. tomorrow. Wind chill warning in effect 6 a.m. to noon tomorrow. Blizzard conditions again at times during this time, especially in rural areas. Significant drifting snow is also a possibility. Again, widespread blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility to wide out at times. The hazardous conditions will impact the morning or evening commute. Strong winds could bring down tree branches. The dangerously cold wind chills could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 10 minutes. This morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation is reporting that Interstate 35, Highways 3, 18, 218, 69, 20, 14, and Highway 65 north of Iowa Falls are partially covered with snow and blowing and drifting of snow. The Iowa DOT says Highway 65 south of Iowa Falls and Highway 57 west of Ackley are completely covered with snow and blowing snow. The Iowa DOT reports that Franklin, Hardin, and Wright counties in the broadcast area are under a tow ban at this time. Travel should be restricted to emergencies only. If you must travel, have a winter survival kit with you. If you get stranded, stay with your vehicle. One item that will be used to help us stay warm the next several days is a space heater. However, not following proper safety precautions could cause problems. Do not use space heaters when sleeping or leave the room. When space heaters are in use, keep three-foot minimum clearance to space heaters or what the owner's manual requires. Plug unit directly into an outlet. Do not use extension cords. If the space heater trips an electrical breaker or fuse, discontinue use. Use only electric UL-listed space heaters. Do not use gas-fired units inside a building. Do not use ovens for supplemental heat. In addition, check batteries and smoke alarms and carbon monoxide alarms and test to make sure they are operating properly. Elsewhere in the news, this week the West Fork School Board held a public hearing to review bids for the FEMA Safe Room project on the Rockwell campus. The board then approved the low bid from Henkel Construction in the amount of $3,031,000 for the project. The Safe Room project is one of a few projects that the West Fork School District has planned, and West Fork Superintendent Mike Kruger tells Radio On The Go News the FEMA Safe Room will have a dual purpose once completed. Not only will it be our storm shelter, but it will also be our early education wing. So we will be putting our three and four-year-old preschool and prep kindergarten in those classrooms, freeing up those current preschool classrooms for some other much-needed space, trying to get some people out of the basement and things like that. So we're excited about that. The office space and all of that is supposed to be done by fall of 23 when we come back to school. And then the safe room itself, which should be done in spring or summer of 2024. 
Kruger says the school recently had a facilities assessment done to determine what needs the district has, and one thing that came to the forefront was air quality and ventilation in the classrooms. We do have, I'd say, a fairly large HVAC project going to start this next summer, and again, hopefully will be done by fall. You know, it's going to be improving the fresh air and things like that in the classrooms. And, you know, last week and across the state, there were a lot of schools that had a very high absenteeism rate, and ours didn't get to that level where we considered to close, but we certainly had an increase in absenteeism and sickness, and we do believe that this phase one HVAC air quality project that we have going on is going to help with that and hopefully make a difference for our students. Kruger adds that the school saw an increase in enrollment for the current school year, an increase of 12 students. This week, the Alden School Board re-elected Greg Lescheid as board president and re-elected John Bartlett as board vice president. In other business, the Alden School Board approved the purchase of 402 new chairs and two storage racks to replace the metal folding chairs that have been used for different events. Total cost of the new chairs and racks is $18,000. Earlier this week, the Wright County Board of Supervisors passed a resolution banning the use of TikTok on county-owned devices. The Wright County Board of Supervisors also received the annual update from the County Library Association. The association requested a 3% increase in funding plus $1,000 for each of the five libraries for technical support. The Wright County Board of Supervisors took the funding request under advisement. Iowa State University Extension and Outreach would like to have more residents take a survey that will help the Extension Service deliver the research-based education and resources you want in ways that fit you best. And as a friend of Extension, your voice is an important one. Your responses will tell us what the, about the technology you prefer, the topics you want to learn more about, and the issues that are important to you. What they learn will help you improve on the way Iowans access, receive, and engage with Extension education. You can take a few minutes and complete the survey at extension.iastate.edu backslash survey and share with others. Again, that survey, extension.iastate.edu backslash survey. The 2022 Sounds of the Season High School Christmas concert continue on KLMJ Today. The schedule for KLMJ Today, Hampton Dumont Cal Vocal will be at 2 p.m. Iowa Falls Alden High School Christmas concert at 3 p.m. St. Paul School in Latimer, 4 p.m. Garner Hayfield Ventura Air at 5 p.m. Clarion Goldfield Dow is at 6 p.m. Rudd Rock for Marlborough at 7 p.m. and Dyke New Hartford will air their Christmas concert live on KLMJ starting at 8 p.m. today. And as always, the concerts will stream live at RadioOnTheGo.com and the free Radio On The Go mobile app. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Franklin County District 2 Supervisor and the Chair of the Board of Supervisors this year, Gary McVicker, who will give us an update on the proposed carbon pipelines in Franklin County and will talk about the latest regarding proposed wind farms in the county. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on 104.9 KLMJ with archived programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. And some weather-related announcements to pass along for today. More online at RadioOnTheGo.com under the Weather tab. Ackley Snow Emergency is in effect. Clear Lake and Ventura Snow Ordinance is in effect until further notice. Hampton Snow Ordinance is in effect until further notice. New Hartford Snow Emergency is in effect until noon tomorrow. Our high in the past 24 hours here at the studios. 
9 degrees above zero are 24-hour low, 13 degrees below zero. For Radio On The Go News, I'm Mitch Williams.